a practical picture of what an authentic Christianity is all about. Can you look at the person to your left and to your right? Uh, I believe that person on your left and your right is a real person, right? Uh, yes, a form, no? he responds to you, he perhaps smiling at you right now. And so that person is real. Yet, we can be real on the outside, but really fake on the inside. And so we have the fake news. It's a news. It's about certain people. It's about certain areas, certain uh, issues. Yet the content would be fake. It would not be real and therefore not authentic. And so because of our relationship with Christ, the natural response, the natural effect of that relationship with Christ is an authentic Christianity. It has something to do with marriage. Uh, later on, I'll be conducting, uh, solemnizing a, a, a wedding. And in the past few days, I've been doing this. The pa- in this past year, this year, I mean, I've been conducting marriages. And, and, and every time I reflect on the on, on the purpose of God in marriage, one of the things I, I, I the, role, the Lord is really impressing on my heart is that it's the same thing with our relationship with Christ. It's like a marriage. It's like a union. In marriage, we uh, we have the the husband and the wife. The wife taking in, legally speaking. No, and, and also by culture, taking in the, the last name of the, of the husband. So it has something to do with being united not only no, uh, with, with other things, but also with names. Just as like when we use the word Christian, we are identifying, we are uniting our what religion, our status, who we are, as a person related to Christ. And so there must be a union, there must be a marriage, there must be a, unis, a unity, a unison, uniting, being one with Christ. Therefore, if we are united with Christ, we are married to Christ, we are one in Christ, this would be the picture of what that person would look like. And as you look to your to the person to your left and right, I hope uh, they will manifest this as well. Next slide. And so, how is it that we are to be able to live out as authentic believers of Jesus? In our, in our growth group discussion last night, one of the, the issues that we talked about is being able to share to someone. We would be in that position. We would be on that authority. We will have credibility to share to them about Christ if we are living out that kind of life. It's difficult to share to someone about being gentle, being faithful, being loyal, being kind without them seeing from us these things. And so how can we teach them? How can we encourage them? How How can we influence them? With doing these good things when in the first place they are not seen in us. And so, brothers and sisters, you would often, if you're if you're if you've been here with us for a long time, you would often hear this from me, especially uh, in preachings, because this is very close to my heart. 
being real, being genuine, being authentic in her relationship with Christ and with each other. So how is it that we can live out as authentic followers? A while ago we sang, I have decided to follow Jesus. You may have that in your mind as something that is theoretical, but how is it really like to follow Christ? Well, there's a lot that we can learn from the Bible, but this is just one aspect of that. Number one, a mind that is set on things above, not on the things that are on earth. A mind that is set on things above. Oh, is that the literal, what's above? Ba? The birds, the clouds, the outer space, oh, and not on the earth. Let's look at the, the passages, verses 1 to 2. It says there, uh, Therefore, another word for therefore is since, uh, or because, or then. So I like to use the word because. Because you have been raised up. Okay, so for this particular uh, translation, so yeah, uh, let's use therefore. Therefore, so therefore what? Therefore what? In relation to chapters 1 and 2. Because of who Christ is and our position and our identity in Him, our relationship in Him. Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, yeah, the word raised up, next slide, the word raised up has something to do with not only being born, but being dead. Raised up, raised up. Uh, uh, Jesus raised up Lazarus from death. He would raise up dead people. Uh, the raise up is not when you wake up in the morning and you raise up and you brush your teeth and, and, and do whatever. No, uh, It has something to do with having the same experience with Christ. So, Paul, in his, in his other writings, specifically in Romans chapter 6, he would talk about this in detail. He would talk about when the, the moment we, we believe in Christ, the moment we put our full faith, surrender to Him, turning our back from sin, repenting from our sin, consciously from our sin, and believing in Christ 100%, well, that is being raised up with Christ. And so once we are raised up with Christ, we now have a union, a relationship with Him. That is the picture of being raised up with Christ. And therefore, because we have that union, we have that marriage, we have that, we have that relationship with Christ, this is the natural tendency supposed to be. Next slide. Keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth. Keep seeking. And then set your mind. So these two are commands. Commandments. Utos. Instructions. That we are to keep seeking. So when you say keep seeking, it's a continuous process. It's, it's, not, it's not one time, big time. Okay? This is it. And then that's it. No, it's, it's every day. It's a moment-to-moment -moment, uh, uh, instruction that we are to follow. To what? To keep seeking the things above. Why? Because we tend to, keep, to, to, to seek and it keeps seeking other things. And so Paul was reminding them, uh, this is what they're presenting. It's about mysticism, it's about new teachings, it's about teachings that are apart from Christ, could be philo new philosophies, new, uh, perhaps related to tradition. 
avoid them. Instead, keep seeking the things above. What are these things above? Or to set your mind. When you say to set your mind, to decide, to set. You know, that, that it's a predecision that you make. Just like whenever we offer, uh, during offering, no? we have set our minds already that today, Lord, even before the, the, the basket would be passed around, uh, it's, it's in my heart already, number one, that I will give. And number two, that I will give cheerfully. And number three, I will give this amount. It's a predecision. It's, it's a, a, a set already in your mind. On what? On the things above. And then again, not on the things that are on earth. So what is this? The things on earth that, that Paul was talking about. The things on earth are not simply the riches. It's not power. It's not fame. But at that very context, it is the new things that they are learning from these false teachers. And so set your mind instead of those things, you set them on Christ, where Christ is. Where is Christ seated at the right hand of God? What does that mean? What does that mean? It means that Christ is in authority. He's in authority. And so it is Him that we should seek rather than this, than this mysticism that are, that are starting to, to, to be taught during their time. Next slide. And so, um, another is a body that is dead to sin and a life hidden with Christ. So, on one end, you have your mind, you have your heart, okay, seeking the things above, uh, focusing on Christ. So, whenever you're thinking of, let's say, money, oh, pera, it should super incide, no? supersede yung, yung, yung thought na, ah, oh, thank you, Lord, you gave this, this for a reason. And because you gave this for a reason, things above Help me be able to use this according to your will, according to what you want, not according to my own wants. Lord, thank you for this property. Lord, thank you for this blessing and thank you for, for this. So first we acknowledge him, focusing above as the giver and then setting our mind, seeking on how we can use this as good stewards, not for our own selves, but for God. And for others. A while ago, Brother Gustavo mentioned being a blessing to others as we are blessed. That is one expression, that is one specific application of, of having that, that mindset of the things above. Rather than the temporal things, think of the eternal effects, the eternal uh, consequences, the eternal results. Like when I give to the church, when I give to, to, to the poor, when I give to a group that is using this to reach out to others. That is having that kind of mindset. And on the other side, you have a physical body that is dead to sin and a life hidden with Christ. Verses 3 to 7. Let's read the, the, the passage. For you have died... Meaning, the moment you, you believed in Christ, the, the, the moment you made that decision to surrender your life, you turn your, your back to sin, you repent of your sin, and, and it put your 100% your, your faith on Christ, you have died. You have died. And now, in a paradox style of writing, your life is hidden with Christ in God. I'd like us to spend a little time on this uh, to, to chew particularly this particular meat. No? When, you, when, you, 
when we read this, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. What does that mean? It implies three things. Number one, a life that is hidden, hidden, hidden with Christ in God has something to do with being one with God. Now, being spiritually one in God. Uh, just allow me to just have this uh, cross-reference, also written by Paul, by the way, but he wrote this in a different church, a church in Corinth. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, the context of this is about immorality. He would talk about immorality. So in chapter 6, starting from verse 16, he would say, or verse 15, he would say, Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Your bodies are members of, of, or parts of Christ. Shall I then take away the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? May it never be. So Paul is saying that if you have surrendered your whole life, including not only your mind, your heart, your spirit, but also your physical body, you are now owned by Christ. Your life, your total, your, your total life. So you cannot anymore say that this part, this member, this hand, would, well, have a relationship with a prostitute or would, would have an immoral actions or behaviors or ways. And then the rest of your body, you're saying that you are in Christ. No, oh, never be. May it never be. And then in verse 16, he would say, or do you not know that the one who joins himself to a prostitute is one body with her? For he says, the two shall become one flesh. But the one, listen to this, this is, the, this is the point. But the one who joins himself to the Lord, the one who joins himself to the Lord is one spirit with him. So when we say, when we say, brothers and sisters, that's why I'm very careful with this, especially in my life. So when we say that we are Christians, when we claim that we are Christians, we say that we are united with Christ, we are even using his name to identify us, I'm a Christian, let's be careful. Because we are to be surrendered. All parts of our bodies, all members of our bodies must be with Him. That is the meaning of a life that is hidden with Christ. Now, the second implication is that when you, when you hear the word hidden, it's something to do with secret, no, hidden. Secret, like for example, I may not know what you're thinking right now. It must be the lunch uh, later on or must be what will happen next year. I don't know. So it's hidden from me. No, it's, a, it's secret. No, it will not be hidden if you later on share it with me. Okay? But when you say hidden with Christ, it has something to do with others may not understand it. Others may not see it. That's why it's called hidden. And so he's saying to these people, yes, they, they, they have their own secrets. No? They have their own mysticism, etc., etc. But your life is hidden, not on those things, but in Christ with God. And so others may not understand you. Others may not even grasp. Hindi nila mag-gets. Bakit ka ganyan? Bakit ka ganon? Sana yung bakit ka ganyan at bakit ka ganon, why you are here, why you are like that, has something to do with being godly and not being uh, worldly. Why are you different? There's something different from you. It's like it's something that is hidden from me. And one can only understand when one becomes one with God, with Christ. 
And then the third implication of what is hidden with Christ in God. First, it is something that is, oh, that is one, being one. Okay? Another is being hidden, being secret. And then the third has something to do with security. Just like when you hide your money or invest your money or deposit your money in the bank somewhere, it's hidden somewhere. No, I hope it's not a hidden wealth. It's not a, a hidden uh, treasure. No? Uh, it, it's something like it's a security. No? It's security. Like, I'm ready to die anytime. Two reasons. Why? Because I know that my family would be secured. Uh, they're, they're secured, at least, well, I hope, financially, etc., etc. And the other one is because I am secured in my life in heaven with God. It is there already. It is secured. So brother and sister, if you're here today, you have a loved one who is sick, dying, or it is you, baka it is ikaw to, no? you, are, you are sick, you, are, you, are, you have this, this chronic illness, no? walang, walang gamot, or may maintenance na, there's just some maintenance for it, but there's really no cure. If your life is hidden with Christ, we have security. We are secured. So anytime your life ends, may ilang days pa, no? before 2020, inabot ka ng 2019 or 2020 or beyond because our life is hidden with Christ then we are secured you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God to add to that when Christ who is our life is revealed Christ's second coming so when Christ comes again this is the time then you also will be revealed with him in glory this is the time that it will all be revealed. But for now, it may remain mystery to some, or secret to some, or hidden to some. But for us, whose lives are hidden in Christ, we know that we are secured. Our eternal destiny is secured. And that is the hope that we have in this broken, in this sinful, imperfect world that we live in that life here would one day end and our life in eternity in heaven will be forever if you're not encouraged with that i don't know what will encourage you next slide therefore consider the members parts of your earthly body as dead to what Several things, immorality, not only sexual immorality, but immorality in general. And then you have impurity, which is also something to do with the thoughts, no? with, with lustful thoughts, impure thoughts. So immorality is something like it's the actual actions, while impurity has something to do with theory, with thoughts. Passion, evil desire, and greed, which amounts to idolatry. If you, if you look at the, the strings that attaches all these sins, it would be selfishness. Selfishness. It's about me, I, and myself. It's all about me. It's my own pleasure. It's my own desires. It's my, my own way. It's my own desires. Evil, passion, greed. Greed is wanting more than what you have. The other word is covetousness. Uh, and then they amount to idolatry. Not the graven image form of idolatry where you bow down to a man-made idol, but it's an idolatry where you idol yourself. Where your God is yourself. 
where you serve at your, your king, your master, your lord, is yourself. And because your members, the members of your earthly body is dead to this. Okay, next slide. It is because of these things that the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience. The wrath of God. Now, the wrath of God is God's response to sin. And His response has something to do with eternal punishment. It starts when He says, I will leave you with that. Now, you don't want to change, you don't want to repent, you don't want to believe, then so be it. You're on your own. That's the wrath of God. And in that moment, the final judgment, you will indeed be on your own. You will not have Christ to defend you. You will not have Christ to save you. You are on your own. So if you say, I am standing on my own power, am I standing on my own experience, I'm standing on my own knowledge, I'm standing on my own philosophy, or maybe others' philosophies, other human philosophy for that matter, then be careful. Let this be a warning. You are standing on a sand. But if you are standing on the Word of God, on a relationship with Christ, you are in a strong foundation. You are in a strong rock. So when that storm, the greatest storm that will happen in your life, that you will experience in your life will come, you are safe. You are secured. You will not perish. You will have eternal life in heaven. For in them, you also once walked. Well, I can very much relate to this. Yes, I once walked like this when you were living in them. And then, as we go on, next slide. As an application, we are to put aside. This will now be the practical application of having that, that mindset of the things above and having a, a, a dead members of the body to sin is how it looks like. Putting aside anger, malice, slander, abusive speech, lying, discrimination. I would like to use the translation by the message. Next slide. It says there, but now you also put them all aside, anger, etc. But I'd like to use the message. It says there, it has something to do with a millennial, mga millennial terms. No, it's very easy to relate. Next slide to some millennial terms because of our generation today. It says there, but you know better now, so make sure it's all gone for good. It's all gone for good. Put them aside. What are these? Anger, bad temper. Now, anger has something to do with that, that deep bitterness in your heart. You know, that anger that you keep. You know, it's, it's a bad temper. And then when you say irritable or, or wrath, it's not the, it's the different wrath, like the wrath of God. That's different. You know? the, the word wrath here has something to do with a superficial response to an immediate situation. No, like, for example, you're driving, someone cuts you, no, and then uh, you will curse, no, and you will cut as well, no, you, will, you will whatever. No? So that's being irritable. That is having your own simple wrath. It's like, a, I don't know, like when someone talks to you and then you shout back or you talk back, that is something to do with wrath or being irritable. Like your wife, you know, your wife reminds you of something, your husband reminds you of something, and then your, your, your natural response is, is combative, you know, that's wrath. And sometimes these wrath are, are born out of anger. 
No, it is, it's a deep-seated anger. Meanness, meanness, malice. No, malice, mean. You're very mean. No, sana mamatay na. Sana kunin na ni Lord. No, ganyan. No, bait kasi niya. You're, you're so kind. I hope Lord will will take you early. No, uh, meanness. There's there's this anger. There's this wrath also hidden in it. Then profanity. No, profanity is uh, using words that are uh, hurtful. Uh, and then dirty talk for the abusive speech. No, dirty talk. Like saying green jokes, or uh, let's say using the name of the Lord in vain. Uh, those are related to profanity and dirty talk. And then in the succeeding verses, don't lie to one another. You're done with that old life. It's like a filthy set of ill-fitting clothes. So it has something to do with putting off something and putting on something. You've stripped off and put in the fire, sinunog na. Now you're dressed in a new wardrobe. That's the Christian wardrobe that you are now wearing. It's different from the worldly wardrobe that you were once wearing. Every item of your new way of life is custom-made by the Creator. Every lining, every part, uh, uh, with this label on it. So sometimes we have uh, guess, 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 guess like that. No? Ralph Lauren, Ralph Lauren, like that. No? Or kaya, uh, LV, 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 LV all around. No? So having like that. It's like God, 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 everything and all around as well. With his label on it, all the old fashions are now obsolete. No, they're considered old-fashioned. That's why this is an apt uh, message for the coming new year. No, the old has gone, the new has come. So this is your old self, this is your old ways, and then this is your, supposed to be your, your new, new self, your new brand, your new clothing. Next slide. Words like Jewish and non-Jewish, they're so old. There's, there's no more Jew and, and, and non-Jew. Religious and irreligious. Oh, you can say, ah, I'm religious, I'm more religious. No, that's, that's, that's all. Insider and outsider. Ako, taga GCF. Ayan, taga labas. Outsider. Uncivilized and uncouth. Ano yun? Parang lalim yun. Parang civilized and not civilized. Slave and free mean nothing. From now on, everyone is what? Defined by Christ. Everyone is included in Christ. Therefore, we use Christian as that name for us who follow, who believes in Christ. Next slide. Another is to put on a heart of compassion. These are the things that we need to put on. So we put off these negative things, these sins, these old things, and we put on this, this new, new self. And let's look at how, how it was described for us. Next slide. So chosen by God for this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. It was not us who chose it. It was God who made it, picked out for us. You, 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 dress, you dress ourselves by what? Compassion? Compassionate, no? being maawain, empathic. Uh, not, only, uh, not only seeing them at their present state, but to really be with them, feeling them, no? being like them, being compassion. Kindness, being kind. Humility, being humble. So I like this version because it's more of self-explanatory. And you can reflect throughout the year of this. You may develop all of this at the same time or one at a time or, or the, the, the things that you want to, to strengthen, like quiet strength. Now, quiet strength is like uh, you, can, you, you know you have power, but because you're gentle, like a baby, no? you're, 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 you have muscles no? and then you're big and you're strong, yet you can handle a baby and care for a baby and even put that baby to sleep with care. It has something to do with that quiet strength. Discipline. Be even-tempered. Content with second place. Are we content with second place? 
nasingitan ka, oh, okay lang, second, okay na yan. Kahit uh, third pa nga minsan eh. Basta makarating din tayo, no? we'll be able to eventually reach our destination. Quick to forgive an offense. Forgiving. Next slide. Forgive as quickly and completely as the Master forgave you. The key word is quickly. And then completely. Sometimes what we do is, yes, I forgive you, but deep inside you still have that dot of anger and bitterness. So whenever you see this person, you are irritated, you're irritable. And so there's no complete forgiveness. And regardless of what else you put on, so above all this, you wear love. Love. So you attach now love to all of those things. Compassionate, kind, humility. No? The, 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 the base will be love. It's your basic all-purpose garment. Never be without it. Uh, uh, you could say your underwear. Sometimes you don't wear an underwear. Uh, it could be your tattoo. No? It's your love tattoo. No? It should be always on you. Always on you. So what's that always on you? It should always be love. So you may have forgotten to wear your compassion, your kindness, your humility. No, naiwan mo, nakalimutan mo magsuot ng ganito. But if you have love, it's okay. Because all of these are connected to that. Love is the basic garment. All-purpose garment. All-purpose garment. Never be without it. Now as we end, the challenge is to live out not only of those kind of lifestyle, putting off those old self, putting on this new self, but also to live out a life of submission and thankfulness to God. Look at the very words. Let's study as we, as we uh, end with this. Let the peace of Christ keep you in tune with each other. The peace of Christ. You, you're under the mantle, the cloak of that, that peace of Christ. To keep you in tune with each other, in step with each other. None of this going off and doing your own thing. Submission. Submission. Okay? And then cultivate thankfulness. Yeah? Submission and thankfulness. Next slide. Uh, it's in, in Nasbi. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. Again, the word of Christ. The peace of Christ, mantle, a cloak. The word of God richly dwell within you. So that will, be, that will run in your vein, in your system. And, and with all wisdom and teaching, admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing again with thankfulness in your hearts to God. It's like the partner of submission. And then third, uh, verse 17, let every detail in your lives, every detail, every detail, every part, whatever you do, whatever you say, in deeds or in words, words, actions, whatever, be done under, in the name of the Master Jesus. Submission to the Lordship, to the kingship of Christ Jesus, thanking God the Father every step of the way. And so, brothers and sisters, let me remind you as we go to the next year, the next chapter of our life, it is always good to be able to reset, to restart, uh, and to have a fresh start. And that is what we have in Christ. In Christ, we can have a hope, a, a, an eternal life with Him. Next slide. So may I, may I end with, with these two slides? Uh, this is actually for me. This is for me as, as, as I reflect on this. Yes, I'm done with the first one who, 
whom the Lord speaks with in this particular message. So this is my particular uh, practical response uh, to this. Uh, Lord, help me that I will be able to put off these this, this things. Maybe not everything at the same time, perhaps. Could be one by one. Could be two at the same time. Bad temper. You know, having that, that bad temper. Anger within. Irritability. Being easily irritated. With the, with the fake news, with the news, you know, and then what's up in the social media, you're easily irritated you know, because it's not your color or it's not your, your thing. You know, you're easily irritated. It's not your leader. You know, it's not your boss. It's not your brand. Meanness, being mean, you know, being mean. Uh, malice, having everything, everything is bad. You know, everything uh, is associated with, with hurt and pain. Profanity, speaking of words that are not pleasing before God. Dirty talk. Dirty talk. Talking about things that are dirty. Like germs or <laughs> bacteria or garbage. No, not literally, but uh, something to do with figure of speech. Lying, no? Lying. Lord, help me. Lying, especially to my wife. And uh, to my husband, no? or to my children, or to my friend, no? and to the caller no? offering something, and to my friend who's offering something, oh, I'm not here, no? uh, uh, sell to someone else, no? and uh, I don't have money, and, and uh, I cannot do this and do that, lying, and then discrimination. Because you're an outsider, you are not from GCF, or you're not from my school, or from my office, from my family, from, from this club, from this group. Uh, you are uh, discrimination. And what will I put on in 2020? Compassion. Lord, help me to be more compassionate, uh, to see you in everything. Uh, just as you look at them as well, uh, the, the way, the, your perspective your kindness, your, your kindness is, is not being, uh, being abused type of kindness, but being kind always at the right time. Humility, huh? humility, putting others above you. Though you know sometimes you are, you are uh, on top, no? but uh, okay, humility. Quiet strength, no? being confident inside, no? having that gentleness in, 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 your, in your spirit. Discipline, no? discipline. What are the, the things that I need to do, Lord? I need to be more disciplined with my health. Maybe I need to be more disciplined with uh, eating, perhaps lechon or ano, uh, uh, crispy pata. No? So, muyain uh, ko na lang, no? And then spit it out. So, always have a, a trash bag with you. So, you just uh, taste, no? Yung, yung, yung uh, meat, no? The oil and the meat, no? Of, of the fat inside. And then after you have uh, tasted, you, you, you spit it out. So, you don't have to swallow and have the, the effects of, of those in, in you, no? Perhaps discipline in drinking, uh, in, in, uh, in school perhaps, be more studious, uh, be more disciplined in studying, in preparing, no? in, in work perhaps, or work, uh, coming in earlier or going home later, no? five, not the 501 type, 501, no? 501, pag 501, pag patak ng 5 o'clock and 1 second, you're gone, no? 501 worker. So, pwede naman 502, 507, gano'n. No? Uh, discipline. Eh? And then patience, patience. Lord, give me more patience. Uh, patience. Forgiveness, uh, including clean talk, clean talk. Uh, uh, y- y- 
Can you, can you spare me one more minute as I, as I close with, with this story? I think two or three Sunday, uh, days ago in our family devotion, uh, the, the, the topic that we had is about clean talk. And uh, what we have learned in that, in that, in that uh, uh, devotion of ours, one practical way to be able to have that clean talk is to always regard that God is listening, uh, that Jesus is present, uh, and Jesus is there listening to us. Uh, Jesus is, is there. He's in us. Uh, and he's there with us. And so whenever you, you, you start, no, saying, start to say things that are unwholesome or dirty or, or start to, to, to curse or whatever, to talk about other stuff or people like gossip, remember that, that God is with you. God is listening. The Holy Spirit is with you. He's listening to us. And so that may, that may help us have clean talk. And then all these things, we put on love. Now, interestingly, love is always connected with unconditional love and sacrifice. A sacrificial and unconditional love. So, brothers and sisters, in behalf of Pastor Ed Pilapil Jr., our senior pastor, in behalf of the elders, the leaders of this church, the deacons, the deaconesses, no, the, the, all the, the, the growth group leaders, and, and all, uh, all, in the, all of us, no, we, we, let's greet each other. As I, I greet you in behalf of them, a blessed 2020. So shall we just stand and just once more greet one another, person behind us, person uh, in front of us, person... Um, okay, so Happy New Year. Now before we leave, now before we leave, before we end, uh, before we end, can I ask you to just look for someone, maybe the person behind, beside you, and pray for that person? Okay, so as a direct application, just say a short prayer, a prayer of thanksgiving, a prayer of blessing, uh, and a prayer of uh, support to one another. And then uh, I will close in, in prayer. Uh, shall we do that? Let's, let's find someone to pray with, to pray for. Uh, if none, maybe the, the Holy Spirit is, is uh, leading you to pray for someone. So shall we just bow down our heads and then just pray together, pray for one another? Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, we end our Sunday, the last Sunday of 2019, by praying for one another. Remind us, Lord, to start our new year by praying for one another not to stop, not to cease praying for one another, just as Paul and the, and the whole brotherhood prayed for the churches in Colossae, in Laodicea. Likewise, in our time, in our place, in our community today, we want to develop this lifestyle, this culture of praying for one another. Not only for the temporal things that our brothers and sisters may have, but more so with the eternal things like a relationship with you, like the knowledge of your word, like uh, uh, your word indwelling in us, your peace indwelling in us, wisdom and understanding that comes from you so that in every decision that we make, we are setting our minds above 
on you. Having a Christ-centered life, a God-centered life, is the core and the essence of what authentic Christianity is all about. So Lord, thank you for teaching us this once more and reminding us once more how it is that we are to live a life like this, genuine, real, authentic believers and followers of you, of Christ. And so Lord, as we go out from this place, may we not only have this word enter our ear and live it on the other, but allow these words, Lord, to be planted deep in our hearts, deep in our soul, and it may bear fruit according to your will and according to your time. Bless my brothers and my sisters, those who are sick, Lord, we pray for healing to be upon them in Jesus' name. Especially, Lord, Brother Bernard, uh, the father of uh, 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 Brother John Barbosa. And even, Lord, thank you for, for the healing of the father of uh, Brother Eddie Labios. He was already here this morning to attend uh, service. And thank you, Lord, for that healing upon him. And for every family member, Lord, that are sick physically, mentally, and more so spiritually, Lord, may they find healing upon you alone. May they find peace and comfort and hope from you alone. May their eyes be opened. May their souls be, be open to your word and to your gospel that whenever they would hear them, maybe from us or maybe from our, a brother or a sister, they would repent and they would believe on you, Lord Jesus. And so, Lord, I pray for uh, GCF Naga, for every member and for, for those who are attending and even for those who are visiting this morning. I don't know their baggages. I don't know their struggles. I don't know their issues in life. But I know that you know them individually. And with that, by faith, we pray for one another. I pray for them, Lord. I lift them up to you. Meet them wherever they are. Their needs, their concerns, their desires, their prayers, their wants. And uh, Lord, I pray that, that in the coming year, may our relationship with you become deeper, stronger, built on your word and in fellowship with one another through Christ our Lord and Savior. God bless you all. Amen. Amen and amen. Happy New Year.